Hey, welcome to the Daily Scrub podcast. This is Blair here in Melbourne. Uh, The weather has turned cold. Uh, Looks like winter is coming closer every day. We're in autumn, but um, it's feeling a little winterish with some cold uh, winds and uh, grey skies. So that's Melbourne for you right now. Okay, so this episode is going to be about relationships, something that um, means a lot to a lot of people, and especially in a time like now where we are isolated, uh, self-isolated because of the virus, uh, it kind of brings this into light a lot about, you know, if you are by yourself a lot, it starts to get pretty lonely and and this is coming from me who I enjoy my solitude. I don't call it loneliness, I, I prefer it. Um I prefer the word solitude because um I get a lot of stuff done um in that environment. But um the thought of being deliberately you know, um forcefully barred from interacting with other people creates another dynamic and it doesn't feel good you know we have the choice of going out and creating relationships if we like and we can still do that now Um, but there's this whole vibe of isolation and it can get people down because let's remember humans are a collaborative species we have evolved um because we were able to collaborate effectively and conquer the challenges that nature put in front of us. So uh, if we haven't had that capacity, if we didn't like it, we wouldn't have done it and uh, we wouldn't have evolved to um, where we've got to. So, uh, and a lot of people, you know, especially more extroverted people will um, be struggling in this kind of environment of isolation. Um, so just going back to the main topic of relationships and why they're important to us and how they serve us, um, might be a good time to reflect on that because as I mentioned, I was speaking to someone earlier today about their relationship and what they were going through and they were going through a hard time, uh, and I knew this person's backstory and I know how patterns develop in relationships based on uh, the the patterns from the past. So we are we we fall in love generally the first time really intensely with people that um, I would say sadly for the most part are there to teach us something. Okay, not necessarily have a super healthy relationship. Now, I like to think that can happen, and I hope it has happened for you if you're listening. Um, but what I have found, um, and more and more, is this major relationship that we have, whether it be a marriage or you know, long term relationship, or even something quite short, when they're super intense and powerful and they kind of sweep us off our feet, um, we become addicted to those strong feelings, okay, because it lights the body up in so many ways. 
but at the same time where it's bringing us to is a place that is going to be super challenging because at some point those feelings are going to be ripped away from us and what it's going to leave are the gaping wounds that we have had all along right and some of them are inherited so they're not in fact yours but they are going to come to the surface and it's going to sting like hell okay and um I refer to those relationships as like a twin flame relationship, um, which is not to be confused with a soulmate relationship. And my definition of those two is the soul, um, the twin flame relationship is designed to raise us and bring us out of a lower level of consciousness. Okay, and, and that happens through the 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 fire the burning the pain of that experience uh, whereas a soulmate relationship i believe is something that is a genuinely healthy relationship it doesn't mean it doesn't have challenges and it doesn't mean it lasts forever okay it just means that it's of a more constructive nature okay we can still learn lessons there but it's it's coming from a place of elevation through it, it kind of elevates us in healthy ways whereas the twin flame kind of elevates us but through um more painful ways okay that's just the way i i see it uh, and we need to be able to discern between the two because if we try and hang on to a twin flame relationship, it's going to drive us insane. We're going to invest a lot of energy into that relationship and it's not going to pay us back. This is the other difference between a soulmate and a twin flame. Twin flame relationships at some point become non-reciprocal. Like the energy that you pour into it doesn't get re re um, returned to you. Okay, and then you feel like you have to overcompensate sometimes and you feel like you, you desperately need, you can't let this go away. So you, you overcompensate more, you invest more energy and then it's still not repaid and then you go into like a crisis kind of vibe where you can't work out what's going on and it becomes very frustrating to you, right? And a lot of your energy is spent up trying to bring something back that is is not meant to come back right and that's the hardest thing to accept and this this was this process for me was a game changer right in in my whole life um complete game changer i probably talked about it on a previous episode but um i thought for example my belief was strongly held belief that marriage was forever so when you went and and you know go through that selective process of finding your future husband or wife and you commit to that um that to me was it was game over and not in that not in the sense that there wasn't your life to that relationship it was just like now this is this is life until i die uh, this marriage will last until i die um and that was that was just how it was and and i had every sign from my partner from my wife at the time that that was how she felt exactly the same 
and and then just through I would just say honestly circumstances of universal influence like un- the universe conspired to bring that relationship apart right I, I played my part she played her part but on reflection it was destined to get ripped apart as much as we probably both didn't want it to okay and and there's just so many examples of that in that in that 10 year period that I was um married um and and it took me a long time to get over this limiting belief that marriage lasts forever a long time and it took me a long time to accept that there were lessons in this for me rather than um trying to um you know blame the circumstances for how i was feeling it was you know and and it came through um a full mind body spirit release for it to kind of finally go like mentally it went first in the mind it went first and then in the and then it took a long time and then i think the spirit aspect came in as well to clear um and then the body kind of took longer to adjust and then once the body has adjusted then it'll feed back into the mind good things um or or the new way that it's going to be and you and you're clear um, but that took years, three years, I think, probably, yeah, three, almost four years, I think, um, which in my mind was about as fast as it could happen um, because because um, I was trying everything, everything as fast as possible um, to kind of find some peace about that. Um, so I see that that marriage that I had as a twin flame marriage and it but it didn't start out like that it, it felt like a soulmate um, and and so what I was talking about today was with this um, person was this complete reluctance to see how this relationship kept just forcing her to kind of metaphorically hit her head against a wall. Like it was just dead end after dead end after dead end after trying after effort, dead end, dead end, dead end, dead end, right? This was how it was. But there was still this vision of how she wanted it to be. Um, But it was completely futile like completely futile and because I came in as a neutral observer I could see the futility in the effort right and it doesn't mean it wasn't without good intention but you could see so clearly in this circumstance that the lesson was there to be learnt now there wasn't any path to bring her vision into uh like it it's just 
it wasn't going to be that way. It just couldn't be. Um, so, um, so she had to kind of reconcile that first. She has to reconcile that first. And I think this is what so many people struggle with. Um, and they want to go back to that familiar feeling, but that familiar feeling of the twin flame means you're never gonna elevate yourself to get the relationship you truly deserve, the, tr the, the, the true magic of what you're looking for in that relationship. And it may take you a number of relationships to kind of learn additional lessons um, to bring you to the point of this super fulfilling, uh, you know, partnership. And you have to be able to let people go at the time when it's appropriate to let go. So your journey can continue and their journey can continue and it can be done without any, you know, any uh, malice or any um, ill will, right? It, it's that To me, it's a really lovely expression of love is being able to let go in peace um, and it can still sting and, and tears and everything, but that's... It's nice because you know and the other person knows that the next kind of opening is going to just add a layer of fulfillment and a layer of goodness to that, you know. So that's what I believe anyway. Um, and so that's kind of the point of the podcast is being able to change beliefs that you held so strongly so my original belief was marriage was forever and relationships meant to last long term um or you know the, when you intend them to they're meant to last long term but you can still go with that intention and have beautiful interactions and partnerships with people but when it's time to let go it's time to let go and it doesn't mean you can't be with the same person I think you can be with the same person again, but you have to go through this um, death of one, heal, take the lesson, allow for some space, and then and then the door opens up again. And maybe it, it is the same person, um, but they have to go on that same journey as well, and it still has to come back together um, with some got you know some divine uh, blessing right um so I, i'm open to um um the idea of reconnecting with person as long as it's not a reunion where you just flesh out the same problem that you both that you, that's been the you know the the block in between growth in the relationship if that makes sense so um and the other aspect is um the fear that when we have this kind of strong relationship that there's never going to be another one like it right this is a really commonly held limiting belief it's like if i let go of this person i'm never going to feel these strong intense passionate vibes Right, 
And again, that's just another thought, belief, attached to fear, right? Which will come true if you hold it for a long time. That's what you'll get and you'll be stuck in fear. But the exact opposite thought can be attached to a positive intention and emotion, which can allow you to open a new door and allow someone new to walk in that's that's more suited to you at that moment, you know, and bang, the all of those fantastic emotions, passionate moments, um, love feelings come straight back and it's wonderful, right? But if you put a cap on that, well, you, you're not going to get past the cap, right? So we have to have some faith that abundance is possible for us, right? It's a possible for us to have that abundant um, opportunity. Um, yeah, so a bit of a windy narrative today, a windy um, discussion. Uh, so I hope this has been useful to you um, and just kind of summing up at this moment where we are often isolated from others and it's blocking connection and relationships and partnerships, um, think about relationships and if they are taken away what that stirs up for you right because that whatever that is if you can heal that your relationship maybe with the same person will be way better or if you're not in a relationship that next partner you won't that we know it um they won't, um, you know, that, that, that healing that you've done will mean that they'll come in with a totally different agenda to what you've been used to, right? You'll get more of the good things that you want rather than someone that's going to reflect back to you your own wounds, right, that are hidden somewhere. And it just takes six to 12 months in a relationship for that to come out. Right, uh, so you've really got to trust that you do the healing work, and then the next person that you're open to is another step in your own evolution. Okay, um, so I hope that makes sense. I know it's uh, I'm talking in abstract terms a lot, but hopefully, uh, that makes sense. Um, and the more that we can heal ourselves, we're going to find people who are more healed as well, okay? So then when you come together, you are in a better position to have an elevated relationship, a healthy relationship, a more conscious relationship uh, where, where things come up and you navigate them without the triggers, right? And then so you can both grow and develop together without getting so triggered that you start you're fighting and, and skirmishes and, you know, to and forth and it's, you know, negative, right if you come from a healed place then um, you always seem to get what is inside of you it's weird right and the other person kind of comes in 
in the same way. So you're the, doing the same thing for them. So you leave them or they leave you and, and wounds are exposed. Um, so the more wounds that we work on ourselves, the less likely our partner, our future partners, uh, th they've got no place, they've got no purpose to, to come in anymore like that. They're going to come in from a more healthy point of view. Uh, that's what I believe, and that's been my experience as well in the last couple of years. Um, so, and I see it playing out in ancestral patterns. When we don't heal, you're just going to get served up with the same person that your grandparent had to deal with, or your one of your parents had to deal with. You get the same thing, um, and it just takes someone to stop the train, heal, and hopefully, in the future then that energy won't be passed on. Okie dokie. So um, a nice Easter Saturday kind of discussion. I hope that helps. Jeez, I've been talking for 20 minutes. You're like, yeah, we know. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, look forward. I'll, I'll podcast tomorrow. It's Easter Sunday here. I, I, I do like uh, Easter as a holiday and what it, what it does mean so i'll share that with you uh tomorrow okay take care bye